I'm Sequoia. And I'm Brooke. This is Love, Locks, and Vibes. Our weekly dating, relationship, and everything podcast. This week, we'll walk you through a state of the union of our whatever this is. I don't know what I got going on, but Brooke has some really great stuff going on. So let's just talk about it. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. Um, Sequoia, you want to start us off? Are we talking how about? How are you? How were? You, how was your week? My week was good. I did entirely too much this week. I said, you know what? Forget burning the candles at both ends. I'm just gonna throw the whole candle in the fire, and that's how my week was. Um, I'm so exhausted, but I got so much really great stuff done. So I'm really also very proud of myself. So. How about you? Uh, this past week was um, exhausting for me as well. Um, at my job, we have a new creative director. And him and I haven't necessarily found our flow. And so he comes from like a creative co- corporate world. Mm. And he's like very structured and um, sort of micromanaging mm. in a way. And like we don't operate that way at all at work. So it's just been really interesting. And um, just like a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of work this past week. Like I'm really exhausted. And, um, you know, this week I have to fly back to Dallas for work again. So, um, you know, just a lot going on but I'm grateful. It'll be all good stuff. I'm looking forward to your Dallas trip because I'm super excited about this campaign that you're working on that we can't talk about yet. (laughs) I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's really exciting. I thought I sent you um, the press release for it. Yeah, you sent me. I'm talking about we can't talk about it on the show right now. Yeah, I totally don't want people on the show to know exactly what I'm doing oh but (laughs) it's dope so just know if y'all see something dope out in the world it was probably what Brooke was working on (laughs) yeah anything dope anything dope that's all Brooke (laughs) oh man so we are recording this on Valentine's Day yeah and it would be fun to go a little bit more in detail about what's going on in our personal lives. So I'm going to let Sequoia go first. Yes, we should let me go first because there's really nothing that's going on. No, I'm just joking. I mean, there's not. There's not really. Um, I'm still moving. So it's weird because there are people that and I, I do the dating apps and we're also in a pandemic. So it's not like I'm out in the world seeing people. So that's kind of really the only way to date right now I guess unless you know a friend thought enough of me to introduce me to somebody so any friends out there that have somebody that's dope that you think would be dope with me please feel free to make introductions um anyway um so back to these dating apps so I it's weird being in a situation where I know I'm about to leave and I'm having to have conversations with people that we matched within the last, you know, few weeks or a couple months or whatever, because some of them happened right before I made the, I pulled the trigger on things. And I'm having to tell people, well, <laughs> don't want to waste your time, but 
Um, I think it's a little different too, though, because I work for myself. Um, I guess that's another thing. I I do have. I'll just <laughs> go ahead, girl. I let them know. I know. I just feel bad about saying this. So I decided to um, to quit my job, which is crazy. Uh, it feels crazy, but it's not crazy because I actually make more from my business than I do from my job. Um, but it's funny because I feel like when I, I always watch Hallmark Channel movies, right? And I always see the girls who like, oh, I've launched a podcast and I, I'm going to just do that. <laughs> I'm just, I've launched this blog and I'm going to do that and I'm going to quit my job and move to this new city. And I feel like I'm a Hallmark Channel girl right now. It's just kind of weird. Um but it's actually kind of fun (laughs) but I was thinking about it and I was like it just it feels like that because I used to always wonder how did you launch a blog and now you're just gonna quit but now I'm there so um um ma'am please give yourself more credit you didn't freaking launch a blog like you (laughs) have a whole like empire over there a whole marketing empire a whole imaging empire i'm gonna need you to treat yourself uh better you're the shit okay oh thank you i feel like um this week really really wore me out and i felt like um a couple of things one i want to have a clean start when i go back to la um and just start fresh and i don't at this particular point, need the job. I have money saved up. And like I said, I'm having money coming in from my business. So, you know, um, it, it's scary though, because you never know, like with clients and things can shift and all of that stuff. But it, you could also be working in a job and they can fire you. So, I mean, you know, it just, it never, you just never know. Um, but for me right now, this is what I need. Um, for my self-care. So I'm, I'm learning, yes. I'm trying. Um, and so, you know, doing that. And so I say all that to say, because I work for myself, I don't have to be any one place. Right. And so I choose to live in LA, but if I met somebody who was somewhere else, that's not to say that we couldn't have something long distance that maybe even starts out long distance that could transition at some point. Because I can go somewhere else. You know what I mean? I can be somewhere for, you know, weeks at a time or a month or however long. Um, And depending on their situation, I would hope that they would also come visit me and we could just try to make it work. Um, If they came to L.A., they'd have to quarantine anyway. So (laughs) have you been um, swiping um, in LA too. I don't know if you have any, if you have premium accounts with anyone or if you're just swiping locally. So as we got closer to Valentine's Day and I realized the status of my dismal relationship <laughs> or, or non-relationships, I did upgrade to the premium on, I think a couple of them. So like I'm on match and I'm paying for that. Um, I have the premium on Tinder. I'd already bought the premium on Bumble. So I have the Bumble lifetime subscription because, you know, whatever. Um, So I did change over to LA for Match and for Hinge. um, And for... I did travel mode in Bumble. Um, And I think I'm... I think I might be back in 
it might be back in DC now, but you want me to tell you something I think is interesting that for an app like Bumble, right? Bumble prides itself on, I think it's one of the ones that prides itself on making like a real connection. Like their goal is for you to delete the app. And if that is the case, then why the hell do they even offer a lifetime membership? It shouldn't even be something they offer if they really believe in their alleged method, which is like no method at all. You know what? <laughs> but the thing about Bumble that I will say is that Bumble is cheaper. So if you wind up, if you're a person who does monthly i think their their subscription is like 149 for a lifetime subscription or something like that so if you did monthly a few times then you know you've already more than paid for it right but when you have the other ones that don't have a lifetime subscription or that cost all of this money every month 30 40 dollars a month you pay more for a a membership for a dating site than you are for a gym you know what i mean that's a little insane but uh uh, it depends on where you live on the gym because I was paying about $90 a month for my gym here and it's not a nice gym, but gym but, memberships in New York are absurd. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying there are, gym, you can buy a gym membership that's cheaper than that. Not saying it's a good one, but I mean, the apps aren't yeah. great. I mean, and you know what? Now that you think about it, most of the guys on the app say that they're at the gym. So if you bought a gym membership and went to the gym, <laughs> hmm. life hacks, ladies, life hacks. <laughs> I hate when a guy tries to holler at me at the gym. It's like, yo, I am trying to work out. I am not trying to meet anyone. So I'm like, never. I like try not to make eye contact with anyone at the gym. I don't try to have any short talk. Like, I mean, when I was, I canceled my membership because of COVID. But um, when I was going to the gym, like, yeah, I have like no interest at all in meeting guys in the gym. But I know that that's good for some ladies. I'll see some ladies in there with a a face, I mean, beat to the gods, okay? Mm-hmm. And obviously wearing like a G string. Oh my gosh. In their workout clothes. And I'm like, okay, they're here to me. But all, to be fair, all, all, all the ladies that I see that do that are in great shape. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't wear makeup all like that anyway. I wear makeup when I have to, like when I'm on set. Or when I have to go to something fancy, like I'm in a wedding, not at the wedding, Um, something like that. I usually don't wear makeup, though, ever. And what I find is the more busted and broke down I look, the more people try to holler at me, which is the weirdest thing. Like if I'm like, if I, if I got my locks done and I got a fresh style and I'm looking nice and I dressed up and tried, nobody. But the minute when I look like I haven't had a retwist in seven months and I look like I ran out the house real quick because there was a fire and I needed to go get a bucket of water. That's when guys are like, hey, little mama, what's your name? And it's like, okay, I guess this is life. I'm usually not open to meeting people when I'm out and about in the world. I usually want to meet people when um, I'm like at a function, like at a place where it's a social environment where um, you can talk to someone for a long time. Like I never want anyone to holler at me at the train or like at the grocery store. Um, I need to have a whole conversation with you before I give you my See, number. So I'm, I'm the exact opposite. My my dream is that I'm at the grocery store and I'm looking at the almond milk and some guy is looking at me like, why are you getting almond milk? 
and then we laugh and then we you know go our separate ways and then we see each other again on the cheese aisle or, or the yogurt aisle while I'm getting yogurt and then he's like so you getting almond milk but you getting dairy yogurt and then like we laugh and then we're like you know what you're funny and then we exchange numbers and then we go off into the sunset and live happily ever after like that's my that's my dream like it's not it doesn't take a whole lot um that is very specific um my dream used to be and it happened to me was to meet a guy on the plane because I think you know like pre-COVID I traveled a lot for work Mm -hmm. and um it happened to me, but it was not a good, I thought it was going to be great. Like I was on a flight to Miami to see a good friend of mine and the guy that sat next to me, he was fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. And we were both drinking on the plane and we had like jokes. And then, um, something happened with the waitress. I can't remember. She said something to us and we had like a moment, a, a moment. It was like something that felt racial, mm-hmm. like, um, like had racial undertones you know it was like a passive Mm. racial passive racial like statement and we sort of laughed and then he bought me a drink and he was like yeah I'm going to Miami for uh not carnival yeah Miami has like a carnival right and then um he was like but I live in New York I was like cool and we exchanged numbers and um he kept inviting me out to stuff for a while but I could never make it because I was so busy with work and then eventually we hung out Mm -hmm. um and he I guess he told me he was going through a rough time and he uh he couldn't like afford to pay for like dinner we went to have like drinks afterwards and met up with like some friends of mine that were randomly gathering somewhere. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll go with you. Um, but he couldn't afford his own drinks. Mm. And then he was being weird about who I was like talking to socially. And then he just left, like without telling me bye, without doing anything. He just absolutely, he just left. And everyone was like, I was like, what happened to what's his face? And they're like, he just left. And it was just weird. And so I was like, dang, he mm. ruined my whole life fantasy. That sucks. My my uh, grocery store fantasy almost happened. Um, and maybe this is why I have the grocery store fantasy. So I was in the grocery store, saw this. I mean, like, this is when um, Reggie Bush was big and everybody was like, oh, my God, he's fine and whatever. Um, what is Reggie Bush? Good God, was- he's a fine. And so this dude looked like Reggie Bush, right? And so we're in the grocery store. We saw each other locked eyes. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, just kind of kept rolling or whatever. Then we were both checking out at the same time. We were at different lanes checking out. And again, saw each other, kind of did that little smile. And, you know, just kept going. I went, put my groceries in the car. I'm driving. And he was in front. He actually pulled out in front of me. And he, there was a stop sign that you had to do to get out of the parking lot to get onto the street. So we're at the stop sign. He's in front of me and he gets out of his car and he comes back to me and is like, you know what? I just didn't want to, you know, miss this opportunity, whatever. We changed numbers. And he was just, I mean, he, his voice was nice and he was just fine as everything. Right. So we hung out one time. 
And as fine as he was, he was dumb as rocks. And it was just oh, like, oh, oh my God, I can't. Um, but it was funny because he really was like, so like he wanted to, he wanted me to be his girlfriend instantly. But like, didn't, I felt like he didn't know anything about me. I felt like he just thought I was fine. I thought he was fine. And I was young enough to make that dumb decision, but I didn't. <laughs> and so it's like, eh. and so, you know, now I'm hoping for this decade, somebody sees me in the grocery store, <laughs> which is insane because I use Instacart. So <laughs> oh, it's like uh, the beginning of Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, she gives the scenario where a homeless guy goes to the statue every day and says, God, God, please let me win the lottery. And they were like, one day the statue was like, please play the lottery. <laughs> right. That's exactly, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Maybe. And then it's like, maybe it'll be my Instacart driver, but no. <laughs> No. Listen. Mm. Well, I mean, more likely that's more likely to happen in LA because literally that's true. everyone drives like people who are actors and people who are doing like a million other things, directors and producers or whatever, waiting on playwrights, waiting on somebody yeah. to you know, green light their project. In the meantime, we'll have like 20 different gigs including instacart that's so. true you know the reason i said no wasn't even so much that they drive instacart it's just i was thinking of the people who have come to my house having brought my yeah. groceries and was like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've had some i've had some cute people deliver some stuff for me i've been like oh okay but um i don't know i'm i really have to in order to give someone my number like i really gotta like I got to see how we gel. I just can't give a one off my number. I, for me, I feel like they weed themselves out anyway. Right. So you give them your number and I have an iPhone. You have an iPhone. So they weed themselves out. If they wind up being weird, you just block them. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Um, I know, but I just don't want to waste my time. <laughs> but how do you know? How do you know if you're wasting your time? How do you know if it's not somebody who like could be the one and you, you know, just missed out on your blessing i don't think you'll miss out on your blessing i think if it's supposed to happen it happens but i'm just saying how do you know that you know oh i thought she was about to speak uh positivity in my life and say you think my current situation is my blessing and i was going to be like amen yes it is please no. maybe it could be it seems like uh, it possibly is yeah maybe um yeah i just need to quit playing Anywho, you had some other updates, right? Uh, what other updates do I have? You had some more dating updates. You said you were going to tell me a scenario because I told you a story earlier that I'm going to talk about later about how I sent the text to the wrong person. What did I say I was going to tell you about? Well, I'll tell you this one because um, it happened okay. today on Valentine's Day. Um, there was okay. this guy that I met on, is it, it was one of the apps. I don't remember. I think it might be Hinge. Um, and he, he has locks and like in his profile picture, he looks like this, like this eccentric professor type 
And he's not, <laughs> but he just looks like that to me in that picture. And there was something about that picture that I'm like, you know what? Um, and so that, you know, made me swipe or whatever. And so we had kind of been talking about, um, you know, hey, let's get on the phone, whatever. And we just hadn't for whatever reason. So today he finally called and I was actually available. So I answered and it was actually a really good conversation. And again, it was that, well, you know, I'm about to move. So, and I thought it was going to be one of those, oh, well, you know, best wishes. But he was like, oh, so I guess I'll just have to come visit LA. So we'll see. Hey, I know. We'll see how that goes. So um, he seems really nice. Um, he's not from the States. He's only been here a few years. So maybe that's what I need. Somebody that's not from here. Um, where is he from he's from uh the caribbean somewhere i should know we talked about it initially i just don't remember ah okay um but yeah he's nice there's another guy that's really nice um that he is in la and he is persistent um and it's funny and i think this might be what you were talking about because he calls regularly and he like he just called before we right as we were starting the podcast and so now i gotta call him back but he makes it known that he wants to talk to me and he it's a little overwhelming for me because it's like as much as i want to be in a relationship um, and as much as I want to have that person that wants to talk to me, sometimes when people do too much, you know, and it's not even that he's doing too much. He's doing exactly what he should be doing. But it's just a little overwhelming, especially like because I'm busy and I, I work and I have podcasts and I, you know what I mean? Like I, I just I have so much that I have to do. And when people, I guess, give the air that they're not understanding of that, I think it's kind of a turn off. Um but it also feels but like, not, but is he not being understanding of that? Or does he not understand you have all that going on? Or also does he not know your schedule? So he's just calling and let you like by chance that you are able to pick up. So it's not so much that he's calling. It just feels like, um, so one time when, uh, I was, he's on the, on the West coast right now, I'm on the East coast. Right. So there's a, di- a time difference. Um, And so he called that morning and I was about to go into a meeting. So I answered. I talked for a few minutes. I was like, hey, I'm about to go into a meeting. I'll call you back later today when I have time. So later that day, I wasn't working on work, but I was working on my business. And so I hadn't called back yet. So he calls back. Well, I just figured I'll call you back because I know waiting on you, I wouldn't have gotten a call. And it was just like that kind of energy was just like, Yeah. And I, I, on one hand, I think maybe he meant it as a joke. Um, and I think that he is really just trying to show his interest and show that he's being consistent. Um, but it's just, I don't know what it is. Sometimes when people do that, it just, it's like, oh gosh. And it's not that I don't want that, but I guess maybe I just want it from the right person, you know? I understand. I also think that you you were saying this earlier before we started recording um, and you were saying how um, 
you know, you're saying you want a relationship, but then when someone does something like that, you're, you're like, oh, <laughs> I think that you're making like all these other things a priority and you have to make dating a priority too. And that sometimes means making space for people to actually pursue you too. I do not disagree with you. I think though, um, the times that I have made space for people, it just, it didn't, I've tried to make space for people. I've tried to make room. And so I think I just, I'm feeling a little bit, um, like I don't feel like doing it right now. And I think also because I'm moving, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, in this particular moment, I don't feel like doing it. And I feel bad about not feeling, that's not true. I don't feel bad. I wish I felt like doing it. Um, I wish that, um, you know, there would be some guy that would stand out from the crowd. And I, I guess my thing too is that for the guy there, for the guy that is the one, I truly believe this with everything in my heart is that he will get me and I will get him in a way that doesn't necessarily make sense to anybody but us, right? He will understand, oh, she's busy. Like she's not, you know, let me not trip on the fact that she's busy. Let me, let me still continue to call, but let me not be passive aggressive about the fact that she's busy because she's doing dope stuff, right? Um, he may be busy and I get the fact that he's busy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we'll get each other in a way that, you know, like if he makes a joke, you know what I mean? I think well, the person, the person in LA, how long has he known you? Because I feel like that's known behavior. Because if I think, if I talk about like me and educated Bay, I know that he is a lot busier than I am because he's taken on a lot and he, you know, he's being tasked with a lot. Um, and so I'm understanding, but like at, in the beginning stages, he was like really making space for me. And like, once we learn, like once I've learned, maybe once we were like on the like fourth, fourth date in, I sort of learned like, oh, like, you know, this is how he is with work, blah, blah, blah. So it allowed me to like understand him in that way. But there was probably something that you did. There was a chemistry that you two had that made him want to make space for you. And that's what I'm saying. Like with the that's fair. with um, we'll call him Caribbean Bay or Caribbean Bay. Are we going to say Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean Bay. Uh, I don't man you're gonna have well never mind because you're not in new york to me i'm like if you call someone caribbean bay you're gonna have to come up with a whole bunch of caribbean, caribbean bay too <laughs> <laughs> caribbean bay the sequel no um uh, but you know he's the first so we'll just call him caribbean bay but he um there was something about his energy that i made time for him you know what i mean and this was after Girl. So remember, I texted you earlier and I was like, I need a nap. I need this. This was after I said I needed a nap. And I sat and talked to him and we had a great conversation. And, you know, it, it wasn't I didn't feel pressured. I didn't feel like, you know, I felt like he was trying to get to know me and I was trying to get to know him. And we had a great conversation. I look forward to hearing from him again. So I don't know that. I'm not going to put that pressure on myself of saying that I'm not making space for certain people. I think sometimes you just 
feel that the energy you just know. isn't there. And I think being yeah. older in dating, I know myself well enough now to feel what's not going to work for me. And I think that's kind of what it is. And I'm on one hand, because I know that I desire a relationship, I feel like it feel, it's frustrating to me sometimes when I don't give people a chance, but I also know what I need. And it's also frustrating to give people a chance that I know didn't fall in alignment with that. And then now months later or weeks later or whatever, I'm feeling some kind of way because I feel like I wasted my time and my time is limited. So That's fair. That's fair. I think yeah, I, I can understand that. If the chemistry isn't there off the rip, um, it's, it's, you know, you know, making space is sort of a nuisance in a way um, for someone else. So that's fair. And I feel like it only because if I wasn't meeting multiple people, I think I, I might feel differently. But I don't feel that way with everybody. Right. Um, I just kind of feel that way with him and certain other people and it's just kind of like oh um and I don't want to feel like that one thing that I told myself um recently especially as I go into this next chapter is that I want someone who's hell yes about me and I also want to be hell yes about them and so I think about that I I think about that when I swipe I think about that when I have interactions with people I think about that when people make excuses and people you know don't seem like they're as interested or whatever um and I'm just not going to not deal with that anymore like I have there's one guy that I really like. I think he's dope. We've known each other for 50 million years. And at one point he asked me to be his girlfriend. I wasn't ready because I had just moved here uh, to Maryland and I was, you know, trying to navigate the stuff with my mom's health and all of that stuff. And when I got to a stable place, I reached out again and I was like, okay, hey, did you still... You know, and ever since then, he's just kind of been like, well, I don't know. And maybe and this and some of it is like he lost his job and and stuff like that. So some of it is situational, but also somebody who really wants to be with you is going to be with you. And I think it's just that he doesn't he he's not pressed. He's not hell yes about me. He's uh, maybe. But he's not hell yes. And I want hell yes. I feel like this should be a book. It reminds me of um, on Girlfriends. Maya wrote a book and her book was called Oh Hell No. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it was Oh Hell Yes. But it was always um, the um, it was like always the butt of a few of the jokes Mm -hmm. on on that show. But that's what it makes me feel love. I like that. I want somebody. I feel like that should be. I feel like that should be the name of this episode. I want somebody that's, oh, hell yes about me. (laughs) I like that. I like that. It's good that you're, you still have faith and, you know, like faith and love, which I think we, we both do. I mean, I have time moments that I don't, but I think like we both do. And that's how we sort of decided to start this podcast, but also like you're still being proactive and swiping and giving people a chance, like, you've been way more open than I am because I have like so many weird rules like, oh, I need to know 
Like I won't, if someone doesn't have anything written in their bio, I automatically swipe no. I used to do that. I used to do that too. Cause my thought was, if you're not serious about this and I'm not going to be serious about you, you know? Yeah. And I also am just like, it's lazy. So I think you're a lazy person. You can't say anything about yourself. You can't even write a sentence. Like even if someone just has a one liner, that's clever. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. And I hate anyone that puts just ask in their bio. That's annoying. That is really annoying. I'm not about to interview you, sir. Like, get out of here. And it's like, you should have, like, I I redid my bio today, actually. Was it today or yesterday? Um, And I put more information in compared to what some of the guys have. It's probably a lot. And I even put, like, if you've made it to this point, <laughs> whatever. Oh, okay. Really quick. Let's both read our bios, our dating bios. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think this is fun. Hold on. All right. I'm pulling mine up. I sort of copy and paste to all of them that allow you to put a bio. Um, so mine says, um, a Texan girl in a Brooklyn world, music, food, adventure, and love. Tall girls rule, and don't you forget it. And then I have a list of things. I'm like feminist, and in parentheses, I say, we'll read you. Black Lives Matter, 100% sustainability goals, plant-based, terrible volleyball player, flaky gym rat, wannabe expat, <laughs> full of bright ideas, finding forever, less, less, love more. Aww. That's sweet. I like it. Let's see. Mine is much longer than that. Um, but Wait, ag- because if it's the match one, match ones have to be so long. Yeah. So match one like a book. Yeah. So my match one, do you want me to read my match one or do you want me to read? Let's read a let's read one of the lighter ones like Tinder or Hinge. Oh or, gosh, let's see. Let's not see. Hinge. Hinge doesn't allow you to put a bio per se, but like um a bumble. Um, okay, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. How do I get to Does your Tinder say my girl likes to party all the time? Party all the it time. It doesn't. So what I did though is I started um I started oh okay, I'll read I'll read my Tinder one. I started doing pictures of me like in the gym because some guys seem like they like that's just so important to them. So I put pick a picture of me working out because whatever. Um, Man, I don't even have a photo of me working out. So he, who's taking photos of you working out? One of my coworkers because we used to work out together. Oh, that's nice. So, and so of course that was a million years ago, right? But whatever. Um, so I put, "Hola, I'm Sequoia, sweet, fun-loving girl, looking for an analog love in a digital world, or just a dope new friend. We'll see what happens." Hated the DMV, moving back to Los Angeles, but I'm open to LDR with the right person. MBA, entrepreneur, Jesus is the homie, low-key nerd, no kids, never married, want both someday, love to travel and pretty much anything artsy, working on becoming a gym rat and going veganish, not doing particularly well at either right now. <laughs> and I have those shaking my head um, emoji. So I have a couple emojis throughout, but. Cute. I like that we both reference, it's so Dallas of us to both um, somewhat reference Erica Badu. Because you said an ana- looking for an analog love in a digital world. And then I got a Texan girl in a broken world mm. from analog girl in a digital world. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, that um, is, uh, that is 
paying homage to the roots. <laughs> yes. So guys, let us know what you think about our bio. Email us at lovelocksvibes at gmail.com. <laughs> let us know what you think of our bios. Is it good? Is it bad? And share your bios and what's worked for you if you met somebody online. So right. To do this well let me ask so do you use bumblebrook i do i had i did a premium for like a month so i like um i like being able to use hinge and bumble because of the filters so for instance if you have a premium hinge account i can do the filters to make sure it's like someone who wants kids. And then I can also put my, like what I want race by or like race and ethnicity. So it's like, I'm not trying to holler at, you know, I'm not trying, I'm, I'll, I'll say it on podcast. I am not interested in dating white guys. I'm almost open to everyone else, but white guys. So like, I like to filter them on about it there. Um, and then for Bumble, the same thing, because you can filter out, you can't filter race on Bumble, but you can filter religion, Mm -hmm. um, if they're there for relationships or marriage or whatever. And then also if they want kids. So like, I like being able to filter that out because I don't even want to be, I don't even want to look at somebody who doesn't want the same thing as me because like, what's the point, um, What's the point? People who are like, I don't know what I'm here for. If you don't know, then you don't know. I do know. I ain't got time. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I do filter people who who don't want kids. Um, every now and then, you'll like on some of them, they won't put anything there. So some of that comes through sometimes. Um, yeah. But and then I'm just like, why did you put anything there? Like, like why is that a secret? Yeah. So I yeah I'm with you. So. The reason I asked if you're on Bumble is that um, one of the things with that particular one is that you have to respond first, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Or or comment first, whatever. And so I started kind of playing with some different things to be, you know, fancy and try to, you know, stand out, (laughs) whatever. So I was going to ask you what your, like, go-to intro is and I was going to share mine ah let me look I think I'm just so generic sometimes I'll go to someone's bio and like see if there was something that stood out Mm -hmm. uh, and then comment on that um let's see that girl I have not I do not be using um Um, look at Bumble uh, trying to make me have a uh, Airbnb experience. Listen, I was like, they're going to get people in trouble. But I think it's like something online. I haven't tried it yet with anybody. Yeah. Uh, I think mine have been boring. One is just like, hi there, so-and-so. Um, let's see. Whew, hold on. I'm going to one where I commented a lot. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm, I'm scrolling down so I can find some of my early ones. One, I was just like beard appreciation, and I did a, uh, um, and I did a like the uh, heart eye emoji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't said anything clever. It's really been, oh hi, how are you? I can't um, find my clever ones. Let's see. So like one is just like hello there, enjoying the snow day? Question mark. Like it's whack. So. 
mine and this one I, I i stole from somebody in a uh a dating group on facebook but w- is it the one i invited you in have you been looking in there because i told you it'd be lit no i haven't um i have it wasn't in that one i need to i haven't okay. been on as much lately so i, I need to when i have some downtime I'll, I'll go pay attention but <laughs> one of them was i'm here now what are your other two wishes that's cute that's cute I really like that and then the one that I send most now is it's a um (laughs) it's a gif of Lionel Richie and it's hello is it me you're looking for (laughs) that's great yeah so it's it's and so a lot of people like really like that one and they like they comment and I feel like that's so my sense of humor and I feel like even for the ones who don't comment it's fine because if they don't get that then they don't get me so that's completely fine um listen you with these one-liners today okay (laughs) But the ones who do, it's funny because it gives us a starting off point and it gives us something to laugh about. It helps me gauge their sense of humor or their like how open they are to, you know, stuff or, you know, just even being corny for a minute. Um, So, you know, that one, I think, is getting some traction right now. Um, Yeah. I did have somebody send me a really corny one earlier that I thought was cute. I'm not at all interested in him, but I responded just because I thought it was really cute. Um, so he, he said, I can love you like Ninja Turtles love pizza. Laugh out loud. You're really beautiful. I'm the Puerto Rican John B. Hope you're enjoying your Valentine's Day. And then he's like, he's actually cute. He's just young. And then he seems like he's not. I couldn't take him nowhere with me. You know what I mean? I couldn't. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a, no, I mean, not, not in a bad way. But I think another thing when you're, as a woman, when you're a professional woman, like, that's another thing. Like, I know any guy that I'm with can take me anywhere they go. And it'll elevate their situation. And we can go to the, you know, the corporate Christmas parties. We can go to the fundraising galas, all of that stuff. And I'm I'm good. I got you. What are we doing? Let's divide and conquer. Let's make this work. I need somebody I can also take with me to places. I, I can't <laughs> have people looking at me like, who is, who is that? <laughs> like, why is he here? You know, I don't need that. I don't need anybody who, like, is just won't feel comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't want to put somebody in a situation where they wouldn't feel comfortable, but that's also a big, my, my business and growing my business and building this empire so that I can have generational wealth from my family line. That's important to me. And Mm -hmm. I want somebody who understands that, um, and preferably who it's important to them too. And so we're just trying to mogul it out together. I hear you. I hear you trying to get your Michelle and Barack on. (laughs) I hope you find that. Of course, I'm rooting for both of us. Yeah. I hope we find it this year. I hope we find it this month. Man. I hope I already found it. I hope you've Um, already found it because you seem really happy. And he seems really happy from the accounts that I hear from you. Um, I think it's it's just I need him to get his stuff together. I know it's such and go. Um, so we had like 
I think I mentioned on our last podcast, we sort of had a conversation um, and things have been like really good since then. Um, we're about to be far away from each other for a while because I have to go to Dallas for work. And then um, when I come back, um, I need to quarantine, but he is actually traveling somewhere for a week and a half um, just to be off the grid. Like he's saying that I probably won't even talk to him on the phone. It's just like, he's going to go and just write, 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 write. And this is like something he really likes to do. Sometimes he'll just like go to Vermont and like get a house and just write for a week because he um, is writing a book and um, he found out his deadline is basically a year sooner Mm. um, than it was. And so he is like behind and sort of stressed about it. So he just wants to, be off the grid and just write, write, write. So he's like, I would probably be a week and a half and I'll be off the grid just writing. And I was like, well, send me a letter. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so uh, anywho, you know, today is Valentine's Day. So um, I have, you know, I have some updates. So um, it's Valentine's Day. We, we spent a, a, quite a bit of time together um, in the the past couple of weeks. So we decided to hang out Saturday night, uh, Valentine's Day, if you're listening to this, is on a Sunday. Um, And we, I had joked with him when I was with him last and I was like, for Valentine's Day, I expect, um, I was like, I expect uh, flowers. I was like chocolate and a five-star dinner at a five-star restaurant. And he kept saying, I can't, I can't tell if you're joking or if you're serious. I was joking because one, I'm not going to go eat at a restaurant anywhere. I just wanted like something. I actually really don't care about Valentine's Day. I just wanted something like, I don't know. It would have been cute if you would have just did like one thing or made it a joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know that I like, I work in events for a living and, um, at my job, uh, there's also florists. So we did like all these floral arrangements on um, Friday and there were leftover flowers. And I have roommates. And since it's been um, COVID, we haven't really been in our shared spaces hanging out because we're all wearing masks because, you know, we all had that COVID scare when I caught COVID, even though no one else got it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would usually put arrangements on my dining room table, but I pretty much eat all my meals in my room. So, and I used to work in my dining room table a lot, but I was just like, if I put the arrangement there, I'm not going to be able to really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to give it to Educated Bay. He really likes flowers and um, plants and stuff. So I was like, he'll really like it. And then one morning um, for like hours, um, there was a bird on his fire escape and we tried to feed it, but it flew away. (laughs) And he was saying, oh, I should get a bird feeder. This was a bird feeder. This was Christmas morning, actually. And so for Valentine's Day, I got him a bird feeder with seeds, like in bird seeds to feed the birds. And then I got him, hold on, I brought him that, I had that. Because I was like, okay, this is a lot. So I had the, the flowers, the bird feeder, which he was so freaking hyped. <laughs> he was like, 
wow. And he was like, I've been to keep saying that I wanted to do it and I just keep forgetting. And he was just like, this is such a great gift. Like, thank you so much. And I was like, yes, because I love giving him gifts because he's not a person that is like excited. You don't really know when he's excited. Mm -hmm. So I always am bringing him gifts because I'm trying to get a reaction. (laughs) And he's always like, God dang it, you're always like bringing me stuff. So I brought him that. And then I brought, oh, I brought him some cookies um, from this black owned cookie spot uh, that I found out their cookies are really good. He loved those. There's one thing I'm forgetting that I bought him because I was like, okay, oh yeah, I brought him coffee, uh, like, cause he's into coffee. So I bought him this Kenyan coffee where they make different, I guess I'm saying strains because it's marijuana. I don't know what else (laughs) to say, but they make different strains of coffee. Blends Um, maybe? Yeah, that's it. And I don't even drink make, coffee, but whatever. <laughs> they make different blends. So they have like a mild and like this one is curious. So I brought him like a curious blend that makes you like if you're, you know, curious about things and like you have a sense of curiosity. And so I brought him coffee as well. And he was just like, oh, you like you brought me so much. And Aww. so that was like what I got him. And I think he was feeling bad because he was didn't give me anything but last time I was there he actually gave me this uh this watch but that's a whole nother story um because technically he had bought himself a watch for Christmas but he's really bad at returning stuff they sent him the wrong watch so I even called Macy's and set up everything to return it but he never returned it they sent him like a woman's watch it's a really nice watch and so finally, wait, this is February. So he's had it since mid-December, I think. Mm-hmm. Finally, he was just like, you know what? He was like, I think the reason why I didn't return this watch is because this is for you. He was like, I can't wait to take you somewhere like to a play and you have this watch on and like that new coat. It's like a new coat that I bought <laughs> for Christmas. And he's like, and he was like, I think this belongs to you. And I think it'll look good on your wrist. And he like put it on my wrist and all of this. So I guess he did, you know, he did that. So anywho, um, we decided to watch Judas and Messiah, which is really good. But of course, um, it's really sad. I'm going to say this because I saw this on social media. Fred Hampton dies. I don't know why people are like, quit. That's a spoiler. Literally everyone it's knows history. the movie about Fred Hampton and Fred Hampton been dead. Like it's history. So that's like not telling the movie Fred Hampton is dead. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. How dare you spoil something that we already know. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that scene made us go to bed early. I actually had wore something nice for him. Mm-hmm. And go to bed, air quotes. No, we really did go to bed because it made us really sad. So we went to sleep. And so I had on, I put on like shorts and a shirt because I was like, I don't want to, it just didn't feel appropriate. After It was late and it just didn't feel appropriate after watching that movie to like, I don't know, our, like, our mood was off. So I woke up this morning and then we were like laying in bed and I was like, I wore something for you, but I was like, it didn't feel appropriate to show you. Um, and so this morning I showed him and he was like, 
wow. Like he he really liked it. And then we made sweet love. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we didn't make sweet love. We had sex. But happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> so this might I didn't think I would ever share this on this podcast because I don't know who's listening to it, but I, I'm gonna talk about it. So we were having sex and we haven't said the L word to each other. And in the midst of having sex, he was like, oh, I love you so much. Okay. He, he like yelled that. And I was just like, I, and then, and then he was like, I just, this, whatever. Like, I think he realized he said that. And then I just didn't bring it up. And then when we were like finished, he was like, man, you be having me saying some crazy stuff or whatever, like later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like interesting like what i just didn't i didn't say anything about it i always heard not to trust a guy's i love you when y'all are in the throes of anything though me too i agree so that's why i was like i'm not gonna say anything but that is Um, interesting but that's the second time that he because i think i told you um when we both got covid and i was like oh um He's going, I was like, I, I don't want you to be mad at me. And he almost told me, I love you. He's like, how can I be mad at you? I lo-. He did that. And then he caught himself and he was like, I, he was like, I couldn't never be mad at you. He's like, I'm not mad at you at all. So that was like the second time that something had happened, but that was interesting. And if men are, if men are listening to this, if that is just something you're saying in the heat of the moment, please stop doing that because that is so whack. But anyway, he had been wanting to get me waist beads for a while because I had um, other waist beads and they broke. So this morning, um, he decided that we're going to go to a place that um, in the neighborhood where they make, they do everything at this place. It's like a black owned spot that sells like some revolutionary um, clothing, some independent books, soaps, shea butter. Nice different jewelry, different health products. And so we went and the woman that does waist beads was there. And so he got me some really nice waist beads. Um, and I really like, them. um, and I'm really grateful. They're super cute. And I guess that was like my Valentine's day present. And then that was it, but nothing like super fun and romantic or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's it. And we're going to spend, We'll probably spend like every day this week together. The rest of this week, not tonight, but Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, since I'm going out of town on Thursday. Um, and we probably won't see each other for like a month, maybe. So, so I almost hate to ask. Do you know? I know that y'all have had the conversation about exclusivity and that you know, that's kind of gone in a way that wasn't necessarily the hope that you'd hope for at this particular point. Mm -hmm. Do you know where he is on that now? Not saying that y'all, not saying that you made that commitment because I know that part, but like, do you know if he's still seeing other people or hanging out with anybody else or? So, at the last time I went to, when I was in Dallas or when I went to Dallas, before I went to Dallas, I found out 
that he was seeing someone else because I was really upset that he wasn't, to me, making enough plans to see me the day before I left. Like I was flying out on a Monday and I had, I didn't understand why I couldn't see him Sunday. I told him that I wanted to spend time with him that week. So I spent the night every single night, except for Saturday and then Sunday. And how I ended up finding out is because he was like, Oh, I'm already doing this on Sunday. And I was like, I asked him, I was like, so is the friend that you're meeting with on Sunday a romantic friend? And he laughed and he's like, when do you start asking about my friends or whatever? Because I usually don't if he's like, I'm doing this with a friend or that with a friend. Because the boy honestly has a lot of friends. Um, and usually I don't have to because he'll be like, I'm hanging out with like, he he's like my colleague so-and-so or my friend so-and-so. Or he'll refer to them like later to where I don't have to ask Um but this felt like I needed to ask also because he had been sort of weird. I felt like we weren't seeing each other a lot. So I had asked, I was like, is this friend you're seeing on Sunday a romantic friend? And he was like, when did you start asking about my friends? And I was like, since uh, you can't see me before I leave out of town and I'm about to be gone for like, you know, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, um, actually he was like, it is a romantic friend, but I'm walking with her to let her know that I can't see. He was like, I'm actually meeting up with her until I can't, I don't, I can't see her anymore. I don't want to see her anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, you're who I spend most of my time with or whatever. He was like, I see you most, like, I see you all the time. I mean, which is true. And like his godparents and people in his family, like know who I am and like his friends know who I am and all that kind of stuff. But then when I was in Dallas, I got really upset and I like had a, we were on the phone FaceTiming for like an hour and it was like our first, I guess you can say argument, but not, I don't, I'm not an arguer. So it was just like me talking and like crying and I felt like I was a mess and I was like, I'm about to hang up because I'm crying. He was like, why, why won't you let me see you like this? Like, why aren't you comfortable with me seeing you cry or see you experience these emotions? So I just let him stay on the phone with me while I was experiencing all of that. And then the rest of the time I was in Dallas, he FaceTimed me every day and checked on me. And um, then when I got back, I had told him that I felt like he didn't miss me. And I talked about another time when we were separated for like three weeks. And then we talked about going out of town together. Um, Like we had a joke about that. And he felt like I was like inserting myself into his life. Like that's how it was perceived Um, because he was like, I'm going, I forgot where he said he was going for like a month. Um, But we sort of had a conversation he was like, I told, he was like, you weren't listening. He was like, I told you that I missed you when I did this, when this happened. He's like, I said, I missed you twice on the couch. You didn't pay, like you weren't paying attention. He was like, I really missed you. I want you to know that I missed you. Um, and then um, we sort of made a pack. He's like, let's make a pack. If we don't ever want to see each other or hang out, we'll just let each other know. No. He was like, don't ever assume that I don't want to see you or whatever. We had like a conversation about it and we did like a little pinky swear and a kiss. And it's been like, I don't know, we've been super like close ever since. So I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I sort of did give him an ultimatum in Dallas though about seeing other people I was just like I don't want to give you an ultimatum but like I was like I don't I was like if you're going to be seeing other people I, I, I face 
based it on COVID. I was like, if you're going to be seeing other people while these other strains or whatever of COVID are going out here, then like, I was just like, I can't see you anymore. <sighs> I... I, I almost cringe to give you advice because I clearly am not great at relationships, which is why, like, every week I come on, like, here's such and such bay, right? Um, but there's just so much about this particular situation that just gives me pause, right? Like, when we talk about it in general and you share the parts that you want to share, I feel good about it. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet, whatever. But then... When we have more in-depth conversations and you share some other stuff, like it just like my heart breaks for you sometimes with with this conversation around him, because I feel like you're not getting everything that you deserve. And I know you like him and I don't Mm -hmm. doubt that he, you know, digs you as well, but I just, like I was saying earlier, how I want the hell yes. I think you deserve that. You deserve somebody that's going to be like, I don't want to spend time with anybody else because I don't want to lose Brooke. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. looking at, um, I don't know if you saw the, (laughs) and everybody uses them as goals, whatever, but Sierra and Russell Wilson's um, GQ Mm -hmm. interview and how when he said his greatest fear was losing her. You know, and not saying that somebody has to be, you know, that's their greatest fear in life, especially when y'all have only known each other, you know, for a few, you know, several months, whatever. Um, you know, that this is different. They're married. They have kids. They have a whole life together. Right. But I do think I look back at my guy friends who I've known, especially if I've known them in college or knew them in high school. And I look at how they are with their wives. And with the women in their lives and how even people that would have been that I would have considered, F, you know, fuck boys at the time with their wives, like you can tell they're just so enamored with their wife. They're like they just love them. And, and it didn't start when they got married. You know what I mean? It started when they were dating. You know, it, it started with the woman crush Wednesdays and that, you know, I just, I'm so happy for her and it's her birthday and let's shout her out. And it's not even about it being on social media or it being so public, right? It's just Mm -hmm. the fact that they are so mindfully aware of how dope the woman they're with is and how they just don't want to lose her. They feel like their life is better with her and they don't want to lose her. And that makes me sad when I hear this because it's like, you are so dope. And I, I don't doubt that he knows that you're dope. And I don't doubt that he thinks that you're dope. But I do think that he doesn't believe that he has to make any decisions because it hasn't been required that he makes any decisions. And I also understand the other side of that personally where you have somebody that is not 100% what you want, but it's closer than anything you've ever had. And you don't want to lose that. So it's like, okay, so what do I do? Do I give this up and then not have it and then get back out there in that pissy ass pool of dating? Or do I see what's going to happen? And I don't know the answer to that. And I can't answer that for you, even if I did. But it just, it just makes me so sad um, 
when I hear it, because I, I really want something so much better for you. And I know you want something better. And it's, you're just, it's, it's like, it feels like as nice as he is, I'm not saying he's not nice. I'm not saying he's not kind. I'm not saying he's not caring. I think the fact that he, um, I like, there are things that I like. I like the fact that when you've had emotional experiences that he was there and he didn't shy away from that. But I also listen to the fact that a lot of those emotional experiences were things that he was directly related to. I can't say he caused, but he was di- they were directly related to him. And they were situations that had he made a different decision based on things that you told him, because it wasn't like you were upset about something that you hadn't told him and whatever. You told him mm-hmm. where you were. You told him how you feel. He knows exactly where you were. He knows exactly what you want. You know what I mean? Yet he, it, it, it almost feels like a form. It, it's not, but it almost feels like a form of gaslighting to do something where you knowingly hurt me and then come back and be like, no, no, don't cry. Don't, you know, share with me. I, I'm here to talk about your hurt. You know what I mean? Like it, in some ways, it's not gaslighting because I, I don't think. No, I mean, it was a, it was a conversation. Like it was a conversation where he listened to everything that I had to say. And he was just like, I understand this. Like he took it in. It was, it felt very productive to me. I'm talking about a lot of different conversations that you and I have talked about. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. But I'll say, this is what I want to say. One, what I want to say is I definitely agree and I hear you. And I do think that um, I I hear you and I agree with you. I think what I will say is that I am also, I just want to be like very, um, give him grace because of his past, like what he's gone through in the past. I want to give him grace because we're like, this whole situation is also weird. Like the dynamics are weird because like we're going through this in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so I think that's like the other thing that is uh, scary for me with like dating. And then also we're both in therapy, like talking to therapists and we're both like, healing and like you know doing the work and um all of those things so I think like all of that is plays into it as well so I'm I'm like as of now I'm not feeling I haven't felt bad about anything in a long time so I'm like chilling right now well if you like it I love it so I'm here but I do agree I do want someone that's oh hell yes about me but again, I also don't want to be a person that gives someone ultimatums and I am still, you know, swiping on the app here and there since I'm not like, we're not in an exclusive relationship since we haven't had the conversation, but yeah, I don't think it's about giving ultimatums because I don't think that you have to give someone who's hell yes about you an ultimatum. I think that right. that no, person, yeah. One. So I don't think it's about giving him an ultimatum. I think it's about we talk about self-care all the time. And I think it's just a form of self-care to say, you know what, this is, I know this is what I really want. And and think about it like this, a year from now, right? And granted, y'all been dating for, how many months has it been at this point? 
Um, four, five, four. I thought it was five, at least five or a little over. If yeah, a little no, a little over four. So not quite five. Think about if you're twelve months in, and granted, I mean that makes things different, whatever. But a year from now, when you know that what you wanted was something different and it doesn't manifest itself into that. Not saying that every situation that you go in has to lead to marriage, right? Sometimes you just enjoy the experience. And I think that's one thing, maybe we should talk about that on another episode. But that's one thing that I'm trying to work on too, is just enjoying the experience and enjoying it for what it is and meeting people and all of that stuff, right? But there's also this piece that a year from now, you spent your time with him because you, you're hell yes about him. And then, you know, you're no closer to getting married. You're no closer to having the babies that you want. And now you spent time. And, and I say that as someone who was in a relationship with somebody for almost seven years. And, and even that we were hell yes about each other. Right. But I'm now much older trying to get back in this pool, this pissy ass pool of dating and find somebody or meet somebody who is going to want the same things that I want. But it's like, I, I do feel like I wasted a lot of time. And then as I get to the point where, you know, just biologically, I never thought I was going to be that girl who, Oh, my biological clock is ticking this and that, but biologically, like it it changes things. You know what I mean? At this particular point, if I met somebody today and we hit it off and whatever, it's likely that I'm probably, I might be able to have to maybe if we rush things and fast track it. But at this particular point, it's more likely than not that I'm going to have an only child. And I never wanted to have an only child because I am an only child. Um, so it just changes things. Um, and so I'm not saying that you shouldn't date him. I'm not saying you shouldn't continue. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, if it makes you happy, you shouldn't continue with it. What I'm saying is be mindful of how this fits into your life plan and be mindful of the fact that you're not getting what you want and be mindful of the fact that if it continues in this way and you don't get what you want, how are you going to feel? Are you going to feel like you wasted your time and wasted time that you could have been cultivating with somebody who could have been hell yes about you? Or, you know, are you, what are you going to feel? And as long as you're okay with the outcome of that, then, you know, date them forever. But if you aren't, then you... You know what I mean? We had this conversation in in some of the earlier episodes and my response was kind of on an an opposite end of the spectrum, but it was because it was, (laughs) you know, it had, it was still new and fresh, but as y'all continue and as things get a little bit deeper and as y'all are making some, some long-term decisions with each other, you know what I mean? Like it just, it changes things. So. Well, way to bring the mood down on Valentine's Day, Sequoia. Sorry, great. that's almost like I didn't even want to say anything. I just wanted to be like, oh, that's so great. Waste bees, go girl, A. 
All right, let's go to our next segment. Um, how are you going to practice self-care this week, Sequoia? Um, I am going to take naps. I took a nap today and it was magical. And I'm going to take more of them throughout the week. I'm also going to continue packing um, so that I can move. Nice. <laughs> how about you? All right. Um. Um, this week, I really want to um, make meditation a part of my uh, morning. And um, I have been building an altar in my house. Um, not building, I guess like making, I don't, yeah, <laughs> making an altar in my house. Um, and I have a little area that I'm calling it like my manifestation nook. And I think I'm just going to hang out over there and start meditating for at least five um, minutes in the morning because I've just been having so many thoughts and it's been really hard for me to focus um, just because like, again, work has just been so busy and I just feel like I have so much to do and it's just been hard for me to organize and plan and I organize and plan for a living, but it's been more difficult. So I think I need um, at least five minutes a day of just like meditation, practicing of like a mindfulness. Um, so I'm just gonna try to do that this week. Nice. Nice. What vibe are you going into this week with? Oh, well, it was love vibes, but who my bad. Somebody. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, you still can take everything I said with a grain of salt. Remember, I'm out here swiping on apps. I hadn't found anybody that I've been kicking it with for any longer than a couple of dates. So actually, I, I really I think I said this last week and um, I, I'm going to say it again this week. I, I want to bring like I need I want to bring um, the vibes for this week is like love and productivity. Um Work, again, has really been kicking my ass. Um, and with me leaving on Thursday and, like, the real big launch happening next week, it's just going to be, like, really intense. So I just want to be able to get that under control. Um, and I have a lot of stuff to do with the nonprofit uh, this week. So, uh, you know, that's that's what I, I need. Love and productivity is the vibe. So please send love and productivity vibes, people. Nice, nice, nice. I was super productive last week. And I, I think that might have been the vibe that I said I was going for. I can't remember right now because it's been such a week and I've slept since then and <laughs> all of that stuff. <laughs> but um, this week, my vibe is just intention, if that could really be considered a vibe but like everything that I do intentional vibe. Yeah, I, that want, could, that works. I want everything that I do this week to be intentional from the conversations I have to the things that I choose to do um I need to pack right that I need to get that done I need to get more boxes packed than I have um so that I can make sure that I'm ready to move when it's time to move I have less less than a month at this point um I need to quit the job because my you know what I mean I, I need to make sure that yeah, when do you when do you plan on quitting I have like, a conversation with my I have a one-on-one -on -one with my manager on Tuesday um and so I'm going to talk to her and just you know share uh you know that I'm 
I told her I was going to LA and she was cool with it. Um, but my thing is, I, I was just, I just, I want to start this new chapter clean. And it just feels like that would be something linking me to this old chapter. Um, I feel you. And so, yeah, so. I can't wait to hear the update next week on that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I might know sooner, but yeah, no. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that'd be like, well, I taught her, but then now I'm doing such a, so I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know. So I hope that I continue to move with intention because I know sometimes I can go back and forth um, and, and be a little bit wishy-washy, so. I would like to say that quitting your job is also a part of your self-care because, again, as you've been saying, you've been burning uh, the candle on both ends. Girl, I threw that candle in the fire. I just threw the whole thing in the fire and said, bump both of these ends. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media. Love Locks Vibes on all social media. You can send us an email at lovelocksvibes at gmail.com. I'll put all of that in the show notes. And we'll see you next week.